Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I saw a TikTok video the other day of somebody stitching a video, a snippet, I guess, of a podcast episode created by Tana Mojo and Jeff Wittick, I believe is his name, of um, of the former Vlog Squad and David Dobrik's former friend. Um, they were discussing an incident, I guess, where they ran into someone that maybe they don't have the most positive relationship with. And they named him and they were like, oh, my God, we saw Toddy sitting right next to us. And they pulled up a picture of a guy that I was like, who the fuck is this? Um, Not necessarily in a bad way, but I was just like confused. And then the person who stitched the video literally expressed my exact sentiment towards that clip. And he said, who are all these people that you guys are talking about? I feel like there's way a ton of celebrities now that I don't even know why they're famous. I don't know what the point of them is. I wouldn't even like do a double take on the street because I have no idea who this person is. What is the purpose? What is the point besides just having a ton of followers? And then he asked a question that I want to ask you. And that is, did the YouTube era create a ton of celebrities for us that basically just vlog? Did YouTube kind of create that lifestyle celebrity, so to say, where it inspired other people to start, you know, not really thinking much deep deeper about their influence than like, oh, I want other people to be inspired by my life. So I'm going to start vlogging my life and not really thinking about the things of like, okay, what's going to make people care about your life? And it made me think about something where in my mind, I feel like I, I compare YouTube, that 2010s YouTube era that he's referring to where we saw the Tana Mojos come out of and David Dobrik's and like, you know, the Emma Chamberlain's, the Dolan twins, James Charles, Jeffree Star, Jackie Ina, all of these, Jacqueline Hill, all these YouTubers that came out of that 2010s era made me think that YouTube is very much like Disney Channel, (laughs) where it like creates people's the foundation for some of people's careers. And then some of those people basically turn into like media personalities, which in my mind are two categories. You have media personalities that are more so like hosts or comedians. Um, so these are people like Hello Teffy, for example, or Neve Shulman, Cami Crawford, anybody who own, who hosts a podcast. Um, you know, you would ar- you could argue that Lauren... 
Everett Bostic and Michael Bostic could be media personalities, Matt Reif, Kevin Hart, media personalities, right? Like they're hosting something or they are bringing you joy through comedy or something of the sort, right? Or maybe they are red carpet hosts or something of that nature. And then you have another set of media personalities, which I would file these like vloggers under that I don't really see what is it, how is it that they are impacting people besides just like, here's my life. Um, That's why I would put like the lifestyle influencers and people of influence who have established a career off sharing their life. And that's it. Um, I would call them media personalities also, but like maybe not in maybe more so out of out of confusion than out of like oh I see you are using your personality to bring us joy through comedy or you are using your personality to have conversations on the red carpet with people that you know you know a lot about like Hello Teffy obviously knows a lot about pop culture and celebrities so like makes sense for her to host red carpets or something of the sort um but then there yeah there are this there there's this group of people that are media personalities where I'm like I don't really know what you do what's your purpose and I feel like you're just famous because you capitalized off of that trend of vlogging that was really popular at the time that now I think is kind of like falling short and thankfully is going downhill unless people are vlogging because they are using that to advocate for mental health. They are using that to inspire uh, fitness within other people, right? The fitness vlogs, okay? Or maybe they are showcasing the importance of a routine and that's why they're vlogging, which is an impact, right? Some people don't operate with a routine and maybe would benefit from one, for example. Um, Or... They are showcasing a city that they live in. Like if you're a food blogger or if you blog about a specific city. For example, I have a friend who blogs or vlogs about Arizona, which is the state she lives in. So she showcases eateries there and entertainment and like all of that kind of stuff to get people better acquainted with the state of uh, acquainted with the state of Arizona, either because you're visiting or because you already live there. Those are most likely the people that are going to be following her, right? So... Other than that, I don't really see the point of building an influence, your influence based on vlogging. Because let's be really fucking honest, unless you have a specific purpose, a specific mission, a specific why, a very clear idea of how you're impacting people, they don't give a fuck to get ready with you. They don't give a fuck what you spend in a day. They don't give a fuck about that stuff at all. And... I think we're moving away from that, to be honest with you. And maybe, 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 maybe I have something to do with it. I don't know. Am I the drama? Um, but we're mo- kind of moving away from that senseless influencer, I hope. Oh, my gosh. The narcissistic person of influence who is just like, this is my life. This is what I do. And care about it. We're definitely moving away from it on a bigger scale. Like, okay, here's what I mean. If you want to be an influencer and you want to work with brands and you want to do all of that, this is not the episode for you, okay? If you want to be the person who gets into mainstream media, writes a book, has a podcast, founds a brand, all of that, this is is very relevant to you because you may get to a place where you have a million followers through vlogging and showing people what you spend in a day and eat in a day. But at some point, 
you have to make a choice as to what your impact is. What's your purpose, right? We heard in Ye's episode, um, if you haven't listened to that case study about uh, Kanye West, definitely recommend because you will literally see that he was programmed essentially through his upbringing and through his passions to be an advocate for creative people because creative people a lot of the times are the underdogs or the quote-unquote slackers or that's how we're seen right and so his purpose was to advocate for creatives um through all of his ventures both in the music industry and in the fashion industry tech etc and so It's the people of influence that have a bigger purpose and a bigger agenda that will remain as key figures of influence in society. The people that are lifestyle influencers or me, 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 or get ready with me, what I spend in a day, what I eat in a day, expecting people to care, but not really sharing a bigger purpose or, or impacting people in a bigger way, those people will fall off. They, it's just reality. <laughs> They're not going to be interesting for a long time because in order to pay, make people interested, you either have to, you have to give them something. You can't just expect that they're going to care about the things that you do because you just put it out there. Um, They care about it because it impacts them in some way. It teaches them something. It makes them feel seen. It makes them feel welcome. It brings them joy. Um, Some sort of either knowledge-based or emotional value, you know? And so those are the people that get signed for a book deal. Those are the people that have a podcast because they can actually talk about something more than just their life. That's why usually, usually lifestyle podcasts don't perform well unless they're interviews with other people where other people, specifically celebrities or famous people, um, are sharing intimate aspects about their life. Example, call her daddy. Example, the skinny confidential or the, what is it? His and hers podcast with Lauren and Everts and, and Bostick and Michael Bostick. Um, those aren't conversations about Lauren and Michael's life. Those aren't conversations about Alex Cooper's life. They're conversation about interesting people's, not saying that, you know, the hosts are not interesting, but they're, they're conversations about other people's lives that are already making a significant impact on the in the world and are figures of interest to us as listeners right so the lifestyle thing this is why i have such a gripe with it is that it just doesn't last very long and usually when you realize that you it's it may be a little too late because people are either not interested anymore or You have not thought about the impact that you want to make in the world, the value that you want to bring in the world. And so, but you have enough followers to now have an agent, a manager, or a publicist. And then those people shape your story. And that can go wrong. Because you don't have control over it. They do. Um, You can look up, you know, information about the music industry and how personas and personal brands are included into artists record label contracts 
meaning they have to now show up as somebody that um, maybe they don't resonate with, but they have to because that's what their record label said and because they as an artist maybe didn't think about that before this point. Or um, you are a person of influence and you get an agent and you don't didn't really consider what it is that you the value that you bring to the table. Maybe you're just pretty, maybe you're just smart, maybe you're just stylish, maybe you're the you know your life is just interesting for some reason, and you didn't really think about why and how you're perceived and how you want to shape that perception of what you want to be known for, which creates an opportunity for the wrong type of agent or the wrong type of manager to then say, okay, this is what you're going to be known for. We're going to put that in the contract, and we're going to get you brand deals that resonate with that persona. We're not going to get you brand deals that may be resonating with you, with you because, well, yeah, I mean, you didn't think about this. So we'll think about it. We'll shape your story. And then we're going to connect you with, with opportunities that make sense for that. And then you lose ownership over, over the possibility of having your story. Um, and then you end up like maybe breaking free of that contract after it expires. And then you go into this whole like rebellious journey. And rebe- Miley Cyrus is a wonderful example of that, you know, doing things that maybe she didn't necessarily resonate with or believe in because that's what she felt like she was supposed to do based on the advice that was given to her in the media industry and then breaking loose of those chains and then reestablishing herself to now being somebody that she's very happy with um, as a personal brand, as a person in general, as an artist. So considering those things as early as possible allows you to not only think deeper about how you're impacting people Um, and create a meaningful influence, but it also allows you to have ownership over your influence so that when you are hiring an agent, a publicist, a manager, um, a, a photographer, whoever, anyone, you are hiring them to be a part of your business as a person of influence, not the other way around. You're not being put on their roster. You're not being part, part, part of their company. They're a part of your team. And in order to have people part of your team, you have to know the, ba- the, the greater vision that it is that you are all working towards. And if it sounds too much like any other business, that's because it is. So those things are really important to consider. That's why I'm really passionate about sharing this information with you because personal branding isn't really accessible in, in most situations, partially because it's more profitable for industry leaders to not make it accessible to you, and partially because it's you know seen as kind of a, a luxury service, and so and it's not not necessary to everyone. And the reason I'm making it accessible is so that one, if this is something you want to achieve and be a person of influence, a public figure, an icon, whatever you want to call it. Then you need, then you start thinking about those things as early as possible, but also so that you can maintain control over the story that you're trying to tell and, and shape and evolve. Um, and also so that if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't really want to do any of those things. Like maybe I'm a social media influencer and I just want to do brand deals and I don't want to write a book. I don't want to have a podcast. Cool. Now, you know. And those are also decisions that you can tell to, you know, a talent agent that you hire. Like, I'm not interested, okay, in hosting red carpets. I'm not interested in having a TV show. I'm not interested in having a book. I just want to work with brand deals. Like, I don't care about all the other stuff. You can make that very clear to them as opposed to being pushed to do something that you ultimately don't want to do or not interested in. So 
on both sides of the spectrum, whether it is that you want to be a personal brand and you want to build that identity for yourself or whether you don't want to do that, this is, you can figure this out as early as possible and make those decisions within your career that make the most sense for you. So hopefully this is, this is helpful and keep asking questions, you know, DM me on Instagram, comment on my TikToks, email me, let me know things that you want to know more about, about on personal branding. If there's a specific question you have about something I'm talking about or, um, things that you need more clarity on or specific topics that you want to discuss. I'm always here. That's why I'm, I'm making this because I want it to be accessible to you and interesting to you and helpful. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.